Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to the show. It's been a while, and I'm glad to be here. I'm Ben from Ben'sCarts.com, and I've got here with me, if you're watching live, that is um, Jason Brown from um, Love Hot Dog Company and about nine other companies, um, all food-related. And um, in just a second, we are going to come back and hear for some um, audio um, voicemails that I've received, questions that I've gotten. Um, we've got a lot to cover tonight, so I look forward to it. Um, if you do want to call in, you'll want to call in early. Um, so we can so we can move right along quickly. Um, the area code is um, 424-258-9364. That number is also at streetfoodvendor.tv. Go there. You can watch us chat with other vendors and the numbers there if you lose it. So here we go. It's Sunday night, and you're listening to the all-new HDVR Hot Dogs Vendor Radio Show with Ben. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press 1 to go live and ask Ben a question. You wanted the best? You got it. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously to me and my dreams. Well, that was short and sweet. I'm not going to play any commercials or ads right now. We'll just um, get right on to it. Already, we have, um, I believe this is Mr. Michael Wood um, with Doug's Dogs, Mr. Good Good. Welcome to the show. Hello. We can barely hear you. You must have plugged this phone in a smart car. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. All right. How are we doing tonight? I'm good. I'm sorry. I was hitting the wrong button on this phone. Uh, <laughs> you know how it is. I got too many buttons. All right, I'm going to give y'all the big news so y'all know. I broke down and bought a new car. You bought a new car. What you get? I bought a new car, and it's not a smart car. It's actually a Ford. Which Ford did you buy? The little the little small one, the one that's so good on gas? Yeah, the Fiesta. I get like 40 miles to a gallon. Well, I went to Valdosta, Georgia today, and I got 42 miles to a gallon. Wow. So, wow. So, I, so I, I, I'm i happy. <laughs> did, you get, did you get the deer whistle on this one so that you don't have to replace it anytime soon? No, but I got I got two in my uh, office that I'm fixing to put on. <laughs> so I don't have to kill it. Does that mean you're going to put the smart car down at the curb for recycling? <laughs> it's bigger than a smart car. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, it's been going good. We had a, a pretty good 4th of July. Uh, had an event with the fireworks and all that. I actually went back. To, I thought I made more money than I did last year, but I actually made uh, about the same thing I made year before last. And so next year I think I'm going to move back to that same spot I was last year because I made a whole lot more money. And uh, But we got a busy week coming up this week. And uh, I see you got those new videos, Ben, by the way. Oh, they are sexy. Uh, <laughs> they are sexy. Um, that's right. Well, that's, Folks, what he's talking about is day in the life of a hot dog vendor. Um, I have been asked for for over five years now to to create a video series, a course that shows every step a vendor makes in a day. I'm talking from from storage to loading the cart to setting up, uh, putting in the hitch on to taking it to a location, unhooking it, 
every single step is caught on camera um, by none other than Mr. Michael Wood of Doug's Dogs. You get to follow him well, around for several days, basically. I, I kind of uh, uh, did a little something different. You didn't expect it, actually. I guess I should say it that way. I did a video on uh, condiments and condiment trays and um, different things like that. I just kind of mosh-posh of everything and um, threw that in, and that's kind of a bonus video, I guess. Absolutely. And that's going to help a lot of people <laughs> because it covers so much. I mean, you didn't just cover one type of thing. You said, here's some things, and you show them, and then you go, but I use it this way. Um, here's hot dog boats, and here's my bags, and, and here's the different types of condiment trays, um, the portable ones. Um, that It was fantastic. Um, there's a lot of content there. I'd encourage you to go check it out. You can find that at learnhotdogs.com. Um, over on the right, I think there's an ad thing for it, Day in the Life of a Hot Dog Vendor. Um, and you can you can probably save yourself several years of trial and error, um, several thousand dollars, um, just but just by watching that. The one thing that I haven't figured out out of all the years I've been doing hot dogs is how Jason Brown gets all that energy to do all that, considering he just had an anniversary. Yeah, an anniversary and and two arm surgeries in the last ten months. 12 months, something like that. Four months. Four months, there you go. And um, and and has like 900 businesses going. For, for my anniversary, I'm going to pull my stitches out. <laughs> I'm going to have to come to Pennsylvania just to help him open up another business. I'll tell you what, he, he's growing. Um, hey, he's growing. Tomorrow we got more starting, man. Got the industrial park starting tomorrow. That's, we're uh, we're getting there. That's incredible. Yeah, I've got um, uh, I, y'all don't have it down there uh, where y'all y'all got uh, I think Pennsylvania Power and Light, whatever they call them. Um, but down here we got Georgia Power, which is covers about three states. Uh, but I've got another gig with them this week. They called me out of the blue and said, "Hey, are you free on this day?" And so Tuesday I'll be doing them. And then on uh, Thursday I've got the Augusta Warrior Project. They're going to feed all the veterans in Burke County. And so I'm going to feed all them. And that's probably going to cost me a little money since I'm going to do it for free, which is a weird word with me. But uh, I'm going <laughs> to actually give give the food to them for uh, cost. And there's and I'm not going to charge them anything. It's going to be straight, whatever the hot dogs cost me to buy. That's exactly what I'm going to build them. And so, you know, so but you I'm not do, doing it. You're you're donating your time and the cart and all that. Yeah, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm I'm doing it because I want to do it. That's and, fantastic. Um, you don't mind doing something like that, you know? Nope, not at all. And, and I mean, you know, I knew going in that it wasn't going to be a money thing. And, you know, there's just, I've got another event coming up, uh, I think it's in August or September. Uh, we've got a handicapped school that takes care of uh, kids that are, I mean, every level of disability. And I usually go over there once a year and feed those kids. And they get a kick out of it. They 
they start getting ready for the hot dog guy like a week in, in advance, and they draw pictures and all kinds of things. But uh, it, it's one of those events that I do that, yeah, and I know everybody out there that's trying to make a living doing this, you got to understand I do it part-time, and a lot of things I do, I do because I want to do it. And um, that's two of the things that I support. And it helps me in the long run because everybody around knows that I support these organizations, so that gives me more business. Uh, I know that sounds kind of weird, but it does. Oh, absolutely. All that stuff comes around. You're investing your reputation, your business, and, you know, people call you because of that, you know? Yeah. And and you can't give to everything and, and to everybody. I know that, you know, I, I would be out of business or broke if I did, but you've got to find your uh, niche or your little group that you think are doing, you know, no matter what organization it is. I'm not saying give to veterans or to children's hospitals or whoever, but whatever you, you can give to your local community, you know, just something. Right. And, yeah. and you'll get it back in the long run. Absolutely. It always pays. Um, I, I did a, um, a video, and I think we did a show on it, called The Rule of Reciprocity, and that's that's how that works. Um well, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad you figured out um, which location you're going to work next July 4th as well, and I'm glad you got to yeah. <laughs> place the smart car. Um, yeah, the, the the one I'm going to make more money. But I did one last thing, and I'm gonna, I'm going to get off the phone and and just listen. Uh, I went to a new location uh, last week, just out of the blue. The people that own the business have been worrying the devil out of me for like the last two months to get me to come over to their business and set up my hot dog cart. And at one thirty that day, I sold out of everything I had. And I had to go home because I ran out of everything. And it's uh, and you've seen the picture, Ben. It was the one that I got on there with McDonald's in my background. Yep. Uh, and it's right across the street from McDonald's. Yeah, so I posted it on Facebook. It don't matter what kind of restaurant or what kind of business is near your hot dog cart. Uh, it's got to do with how you set your card up and how you act and, and you know, all those things. You know, I sooner or later I'm going to put McDonald's out of business, but I'm going to do it a little <laughs> at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thanks for calling in. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm going to listen in, and I'm going to be on the uh, blog, too, and try to answer a few questions. All right. Thank you a bunch. Have a good one. All right, guys. Bye-bye. All right, folks. We have... Um, Jason, you're going to love this one. All right. Here we go. Ben, I have a cute cart. I have a cute... Um, what do you call it? A saying. And I'm in a great spot. Except I'm not making any money. I don't know why. Uh, that was the message. Um, that, that came in at... Um, one thirty-one in the morning, a.m. Okay, not this morning, but a couple weeks back. Um, here is less than thirty minutes later. Hi Ben, I am trying to place an ad to sell my hot dog cart, and every time I hit uh, continue at the end, it goes back up to the top. So I don't know. 
she's really not making any money. Fifteen minutes later, she's selling, huh? Yeah. In the middle of the night, um, it was like two eleven. She she calls back and says, "I'm really having trouble, hard time listing this cart um for sale on your site." I don't know if she ever got it listed. I didn't call her um, just because, you know, I have to I have to figure out which calls are important. Like, had she left it at just the first call, I would have called her back. But it wasn't just the first call. Um, <laughs> it was the second call that <laughs> I laughed so hard just because I was going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, see, now you're going to get a nasty email because you didn't take care of me. <laughs> Yeah, I probably made her fail. Um, it's all your fault. You didn't put enough time in. And, folks, listen, you know, th- this is a question that I get um, at, at least once a week, um, that they're doing everything or they think they're doing everything, and it's not working. They're not making as much money as they'd like, and they're trying to figure out what to do. Um, Jason and I have covered this more than once, but we, we did a specific show on what to do in those cases. There's little things you can do, and it may change the whole thing for you. Um, I, I helped a lady um, and down in um, South Florida or Central Florida um, just move her cart to a different spot in the same parking lot, change things for her. Um, another guy I helped, um, we changed the wording on his signs, tripled his business. Um, swooper flags, there's so many things, but... I thought you'd get a kick out of that one just because, I mean, how could you not? Um, she, <laughs> I didn't answer in the middle of the night, so hell with it. I'm selling my cart. No, you didn't answer me, Ben, so I'm selling. It's all your fault, damn it. <laughs> hey, Ben, this is uh, Harry Karambizi from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, my question is actually regarding um, I'm looking to start uh, a couple hot dog carts here. Um, of course, starting with the first one. I've spent a lot of money on essentially setting the business up, uh, just kind of getting things ready, buying a lot of uh, stuff on the back end as far as uh, preparing some of my recipes, squeeze bottles, uh, you know, a lot of restaurant accessories. Um, now I'm coming to the process of trying to get legal with the city of Atlanta. And I currently have, I, I think I made a mistake, I might have bought a Nostalgia Electric hot dog cart, which is, uh, when it came in the mail, I found that was a lot smaller than um, than what I needed or what I expected to be. It's very tiny. It seems almost like a novelty item. Um, I had the idea of maybe buying some supplemental equipment and starting off, um, you know, getting on the streets that way. Um, I was looking for some advice uh, regarding if that, if that is something that's possible, you know, Getting some kind of uh, cooking equipment that can that can hold that can safely hold about a hundred or so hot dogs that I can serve. Uh, maybe get uh, put together a hand wash station um, and kind of use that. The cart that I do have is sort of like an, a front, kind of just like a uh, a sign, if you if you may. Um, please let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear uh, so a little bit of advice because um, I definitely don't want to <laughs> admit to myself that I wasted a ton of money. So uh, all right. Um, the, the bottom line is, is he bought a cart, and and and, and I don't know if y'all know which cart he's talking about, but you yeah, yeah, I've seen them in yellow too, and that you can put them in like two of them in each pocket, 
They're little, tiny, tiny push carts that are more for show. Um, I mean, they'll heat up. Like, some of them come with a sterno burner, which means the little gas can, little things you light the candle. And then some of them come electric. The only problem is it's, it's not really functional. It's definitely not made for commercial use. Um, they're they're just like, you know, if you had a game room and were well off and you liked hot dogs a whole lot and you wanted to have a little hot dog cart in your game room when your buddies come over for the game, you could do that. Still, probably want to cook them in the kitchen just and just keep them warm in that. But they're 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 almost useless. They are cute. And 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 this believe it or not, this isn't the first person I've seen buy that. They they find them on eBay and stuff, and they buy it thinking. The way they shoot those pictures is really it's misleading. misleading. It's misleading. You're exactly right, Jason. Size reference. They always shoot from like a down angle up, and it makes it look bigger. You know, if there was people standing next to it, people go, "Wow, you know, that doesn't even reach my knees." Right. Right. Yeah, it looks like an enormous cart because the way they shoot the pictures. He's right. It is misleading, but there's other people that have called me that have bought these and think, you know, I'm going to get in the hot dog cart business, and they go, they find the cheapest cart they can find, which is typically this one. And and it's because it's not a cart. Um, it's practically useless. I doubt Georgia will allow him to use it at all. Um, they, I mean, obviously, he can stand it out there as a sign, but... Um, I would. I think the first thing I would do in your situation, Harry, is I would contact the st- or get online and look up the codes. Um, I go through this step by step in the free video training on on LearnHotDogs.com. If you go there, you'll see that I outline what to do. You'll want to find out what cart can be used or what equipment. Some states will allow you to kind of create your own little get up, like you're talking about doing, buying a separate hand sink system buying a separate steam table system, and you could do all that, you'll probably end up, the people that I've talked to that have done this kind of thing, you'll, you'll end up spending almost as much as a cart would cost you, and you've got more headaches now. You've got all these components instead of a cart with everything on it. So I would look into it, though. There may be a way for you to start off. I, I helped some ladies out in, I think it was New Mexico. Jason, you may remember this. This was maybe a year ago. And they they just took tabletop steam tables, but commercial ones, and put them on a table and sold hot dogs in front of a, I think it was a Lowe's or a Home Depot or something like that. And they didn't have a cart. That's how they started off. That. So so definitely look into it. You may can get started that way. Don't consider it a waste because it'll be a nice little eye candy thing later for you. Um, it just right now it's not it's not going to function for what you thought. It's going to be more of a marketing piece. Um, Drop off catering. Yeah, that'd be that would be cool. You know, um, I don't know how functional they are unless it's like small stuff like a a kid's birthday party. You know, with ten people, I just don't know that it will keep up. It's not even a full size steam table in it. It's a little bitty thing. Um. So, and it may make he he may have one that's bigger than the one I'm picturing, but the one I'm picturing um, is little. The one I've seen in real life is little. It it looks like a like you'd put it in your kid's playhouse. Um. All right, this one. Let's see.
I am looking for a hot dog cart. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. My phone My email is five5gmail.com. My name is Robert. I have been looking for a hot dog cart. I have worked for other people, but now I want to have my own hot dog cart. I would prefer a used one over a new one, unless the prices are negotiable around the same. I would appreciate your help in this matter. Thank you very much. Now these are one these are ones I just don't call back. Um, not because I, I'm an asshole, just because I don't have time. Um, to do every one of these, but I was going to use this as an example. This is this is one of those deals. Had she gone to the used cart section on yeah, our page, right there. there's a video right at the top that says how to get started with a used cart, things to look for, and it's not a. I, I'm not negative about buying a used cart first. Jason's more negative than me about buying used, and and I will. Uh, yeah, exactly. So if you if you. I show you everything you need to know about buying used carts and even where to find them. Good deals on them, even. And and so that's what I would suggest to to this person is that's what you need to do. You also need to go through the free training. If you're not willing to invest the time. Now, th- what's neat about this voicemail system, it's the feedback line. She sent this from the used cart page, which means whatever page they're on, and when they click the button it tells me what page they are on when they clicked it. Here's your sign. Right. It's one of those type of deals where, listen, if you don't, if you don't take the time to invest in yourself, then why in the world would I? Um, there, there's just no reason to. It's not going to help anybody. I'm just going to waste time and on when I could be spending it helping people that want to help themselves, and there's lots of those. Um, I wish there was two of me and I could help more people because there's some awesome people in this business. Um, this one here, there's one of these I'm going to play that I'm going to have to stop at some point because you can't hear it at all hardly. And But I'll tell you what his question is. This may be the one. Hi, my name is Josh, and I was wondering if you could uh, put forward some kind of uh, link or something to maybe like a feather banners or... Uh, anything like that with the uh, advertisement that's reliable, durable, and preferably inexpensive. Thanks, Ben. All right, that that came from Joshua. He asked um, if if there was links and stuff. I did post something up on Facebook after I got this message. It's um, discountswooperflags.com is a good place to go. You can buy just the flags. You can buy just the poles, just the mount, whatever you need, and put it all together, and it, you'll end up at about 50 bucks. 60 bucks max. Then there's another website called um, featherflagsale.com. And if you can remember this, type in forward slash food, and it will pull up all the food ones. But they have tons, hundreds. And their flags, like right now, 14 bucks, $14 for a brand-new flag. So if you already have a pole and you don't need that, which you can buy poles for 25 bucks, but um, the whole kit's 49 but for $14, you could buy you um, – I'd get several, you know, um, and they don't always have to say hot dogs. They could say food or barbecue or whatever you're doing. Um, they even have one that says liquor, 
And if somebody had that, I would pull off the road for. All right. So I hope y'all got the featherflagsale.com and discountswooperflags.com. If you find any other ones, post them in the chat room or post them over on our Facebook page. Um, and, and that way other people can find those. This email came, um, this is a long email, so I'm going to read it quickly. I know we're, we'll run out of time if I don't. I watched your Coca-Cola onion video, made some from home. Um, I'm going to skip through a lot of this. Um, anyway, selling an all-beef quarter-pound dog for $33.50, I have, um, basically get the the gist of this whole message is um he's interested in buns um the a better bun he wants he goes these are buns i bought at the supermarket are the new england bun vendors use bigger and wider to prevent this here's what the problem is and this is a good question and a quarter pound dog and he needs a bigger bun because the normal little six inch bagged buns you get for about anywhere all everything falls off of it once you put a quarter pound dog on it um you need more of a hoagie roll than a hot dog roll and they even make a hot dog roll that's big like some bakers will make that for you like you have your own baker right you use yeah yeah. he does things like you know he didn't do uh poppy hot dog rolls and he didn't do hawaiian but he does them now well that would work out good My wife just brought me coffee. There you go. Um, that really makes me miss my cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's been three months for that battery power one to get charged. So, yeah, you know. yeah, it's charged up now though. But uh, that's what they call a trickle charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> anyway, that was that was one of the questions. So I I guess my advice to you would check your um, bakers and see if they'll make you something. Even your grocery store, your just normal grocery store who has a bakery inside, they may make you a bun just for you. If you're buying 150, 200 a day, or even 500 a week, and you're only out two days a week or three days a week, they'll probably make them for you. Um, it all all it comes down to is they already probably make a bun similar um, that that just needs to be longer. Um, my Walmart makes hot dog buns. They're just plain hot dog buns um, in their bakery. So I think you could take that and, and ask them, hey, could I get a longer one? I know what you were thinking. I can't even see you, and I know what you were thinking. Um, let's see. Here's here's another one. Hey, Ben, just a note to let you know what's up. We just finished our second day. Congratulations. Um, this is from Mark. Um, wow, what fun. Yesterday, the first day out in our big dog cart, we hit a farmer's market 25 miles from home. They loved us. Most people ate before they showed up um, at the market, though, because the community was used to no ready-to-eat food there. So all these people showed up, and the people didn't know that, hey, there was going to be food this time. He said they still cleared... About a hundred bucks, still cleared a hundred bucks after food cost, which is fantastic. Most people asked us excitedly if we'd be there every week. Um, the manager or the management of the market told us that we could, if we pay the electric, 
with no rent until 2015 if we would just come back every week. I think what your manager will find out is if you'll come every week, um, you won't charge him. Um, <laughs> because you're going to make a better experience for his his vendors and his buyers coming because if there's no food, um, what's the quickest way to get rid of a crowd? Is wait till they get hungry, they're leaving. And so with food on site, I mean, even if it was vending machines, it's better than nothing. Um, either way, this is um, Cody's Coney's Dogs in Arkansas. Congratulations, and and um, I appreciate you sharing that with us. He sent me over his menu and his, um, um, well, I guess both are his menu. One's the pictures, and then the other one's the actual food. And it's a really nicely done, it's pretty, um, great job. Thanks for sharing that with us. Okay, let's see. I'm going to make sure we don't have callers waiting. We do have callers waiting. Area code 615. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hey, hey Ben. Is this Randy? Yeah, it is. It is. That uh, I just had a couple. pretty good. Uh, just had a couple comments that uh, that guy called from Nashville looking for used cart. Uh, there's several of them on Craigslist in the Nashville area. You know, I don't know if he's not looking or just missed it or whatever. There's one on there that I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying it's a big dog cart, but because of the, the picture's not real good, but it's shaped like it and it's got the comet tray on the front and the grill where, where the big dog cart goes, uh, grill yeah. goes. That could be, I don't know, but uh, anyway. Another one, he's talking about these, that lady calling in the middle of the night about uh, location, not making any money, and then she's going to sell. Right. I won't mention. I won't mention the name of the restaurant, but my daughters work at a restaurant that one of their things that they sell is chicken. Yeah, that's just one of the things. Anyway, I had a lady come through drive-through and ask if her, their chicken was raw or or fried. <laughs> and she said she was. She told us that. I just looked at her and I thought, what is, what kind of people we got here? <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, I I just been doing a little odds men stuff. I did a little deal last Saturday, not too far. Well, it was a little bit, about twenty some miles, and it showered off and on, so it kind of hurt me. But uh, I had a deal I was supposed to do Friday, this past Friday and Saturday, since I was off work at a furniture place real close to home. And I had, I talked to the guy, and he was a little apprehensive. And I said, Well, now if you're apprehensive about it, just you know, don't worry about it. So I'm per, I'm permitted inspector. My right, just got my inspection last week and got a hundred on it and you know if, if it's something you're not comfortable with that's fine i understand but some people are real funny about that and i, I don't want to force something you know so anyway he said he called me back and said yeah that'd be a good idea let's try this so anyway i was in the garage <laughs> thursday night moving some stuff around and i stepped on a daggone board and i come crashing down and strained my hamstring and and oh i'm not a small person i'm consider myself a little fluffy using it mildly and i've been hurting all weekend and uh been on a leave and so i'm trying to get straight and that's back to work tomorrow but i i hate having to call him friday morning and leave and he, he don't come in till after i was supposed to be there to set up and i had left him a message said i'm sorry i got a campfire there's just no way i couldn't hardly move so uh i i, I hated that because i was really looking forward to giving that a shot it was a, a furniture store is having a tent sale. Oh, so wow. I don't know if I can talk 
talking to me to let me try it at another time or not, but if not, I understand. But uh, well, anyway, that's kind of it was a bummer. Crap happens. I mean, you know, I mean, I've seen bumper stickers um, that even say it, so I know, I know yeah. it's true. It happens in my life, and sometimes just things happen. There's no no control yeah. over, and you just well, have to. Well, I, I was real I was real fortunate because uh, I can't get any grease seals to fit these hubs right. They're, they're, they keep slinging grease out. So I hauled on a little 6x10 tilt trailer when I have to go long distance. Right. And uh, this was close enough. I said, well, I can haul it on the road, but I'm gonna, I am jacked it up on the trailer and repacking the bearings and all that. And I thought, okay, well, I can get away with it. So I just pulled the pin to tilt the trailer and unhook the cart from the trailer, and I was going to slide it off the back. When I fell, I'm very, I'm really, really thankful that I didn't hit the trailer and dump the bed and dump the car on top of me because it was oh real close. Gosh. I thought, darn. So Damn, anyway, man. but I'm doing a little flea market this Saturday down the road, so I'm hoping that'll, you know, pick up and, and do a little thing. Of course, it's supposed to be hot. Most people won't eat a whole lot when it's hot around here, but I can tell the daylight's out of the water anyway. I'm an aide. Yeah, lemonade and water, but uh, you know, and I think right. something else. I had a couple requests asked if I did iced, uh, you know, sweet tea, and I thought if I get one of my daughters to go along, could handle the tea end of it. You know, just fill a glass full of ice and buy a gallon jugs of tea and fill them up. They, uh, some one event I was doing, they were charging three dollars for a glass of tea, and I don't know if they had any price break on refills or if they charged them three dollars every time they come back. But the same people come back several times. Wow. Well, the other one you can do is iced coffee. That's a real easy one to make. Cold brewed iced yeah. coffee. That's real big right now. Oh, I have to try that. I I I, I thought about lemonade. Drop the grinds on a coarse, dump them in a five gallon bucket, fill it with water, and let it sit for twenty four hours in the fridge. And then I use um, a siphon that we use for one we brew beer and. Uh, draft it down into the next bucket that went off the filter it. And then we serve it for three bucks a glass and a 32 ounce like we do the lemonade. You pop a little milk in it. The difference is the cold brew coffee, when you're not heating the grinds with hot water, you don't get any bitter. So most people just drink it with a shot of milk and it's sweet. Wow. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't know that either. I'll have to keep that in mind. Like I said, I, I just don't want to, uh, without anybody with me all the time. I don't want to take somebody. I'm not expecting my kids to go and not pay them, you know, because that's no right. fun working and not paying them nothing. But uh, if I could get something like that on the side where they can handle that end of it, because I don't want to get myself spread too thin where I can't take care of my customers and everything. And uh, I've been doing my onions. I, I was doing it in the steam table, and I started doing them on the grill in a cast iron skillet. And people just love that. They say, oh, you got cast iron out of it. I said, yeah, that's what I cook them in right now. So, uh, uh, they're, I said, do you like cooked things raw? You got cooked things? I said, yeah, here they are. And they see them. Oh, yeah, let me have some of them. And, you know, I, a lot of people say, oh, man, good brock, good polish, whatever. Right. So, right. Uh, anyway, but I went to, went to one other thing I let I get off here. I went to a little uh, local carnival fireworks slash fireworks last night. And, of course, they got these out-of-town people selling food and everything. They had this Polish hot dog, and I thought, well, I'll get that. I got a look, and they were charging $7 a piece for it, and that's the most dried-out little hot dog I've ever seen. And I thought, darn, I could have killed them on, on mine because I don't charge it half that much with onions and all that. Of course, I didn't want any onions on it. I told them that. But it was $9 for a drink and a Polish sausage, and I thought, darn, 
could have got a whole lot more to rest her than this. Wow. So, wow. anyway, but I'll be off there list the rest of the show. But like I said, I'm still tailing around trying to get some some uh, weekend stuff here and there. That's basically all I can do with the schedule I work. So, uh, anyway, but I'll, I'll get off there and list the rest of the show. Well, Randy, it was good to hear from you. Okay, we'll talk to you later then. Have a good one. All right, folks, we've got um, we've got some other callers waiting. Um, I'm going to play another, let's see here, um, area code 401, you'll be next, so bear with me. Um, let's see, I don't remember where I was in this. Let me try this one. Ben, I have a question. Um, I live in extreme upstate New York, right on the Canadian border. And I'm looking to start a hot dog cart business. Um, I think I could probably do quite well. I don't know if y'all can hear that. Okay, well, I'm going to just tell you what he says. Um, he's upstate New York, right on Adirad and something mountains, and um, near Canada, cold, 30 degrees below. What about moving states in the winter? Um, another one we've talked about before, but it's good to cover it because I mean, obviously we're we're already midsummer now or something. We're we're in the summer, and so the next thing's going to happen is cold weather again. So, I my thing would be, um, yes, there are many vendors who go south for the winter, so to speak. Um, even southern parts of the same state, they'll change if the weather changes that much, but. You do need to check with the state codes and laws. There's not like a one cart fits all um, thing, especially with open carts. Some states, let's say you are in New York and you have to have four sinks, but you go to Florida and Florida doesn't allow four sinks, period. You can't have them on the cart. Well, now you've got to cover those sinks, make them inaccessible, which is doable, but it's it's something you need to look at. There now, if you were coming to um, North Carolina, let's say you were coming to the coast of North Carolina to spend the winter. Um, well, yeah. Um, let's say you were going to um, Georgia. Um, yeah, four sinks is great. But you'll want to look at the state's codes in which you think you may want to work, and you you want to look at and and see what the process is going to be. You may want to go south. For the winter, but only work events. A lot of events in the fall and winter. Tons of events. Well, events really doesn't matter what you have because you're under the event planner's rules. What's that, Jason? I'm just even here. Then my next county over with this industrial park, they want us to have a three-bay and a ham. Well, my county won't let you have a three-bay. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I, got, I have a truck that doesn't have a three-bay and it's only got a ham. And... Uh, you know, they're fighting with us on that. They're fighting with us on licensing because of uh, hand sink, and they won't allow uh, – they told me they wouldn't allow uh, gravity water. And I know there's a same trailer as my dog trailer in their county license at the college. Yeah, yeah. Boy, when you hit them with that stuff, whew, they get their ass in the air. <laughs> um, let, me, let me cut through two more of these real quick and see if I can get these, and then I'll take a call. Hey, Ben. My name is Russell, and I have a question. I'm doing my very first ever single-day huge event, 4th of July. We are expecting it's a small town, Arizona, 4th of July, and we are expecting about 
8,000 in attendance. There will be me and five other, a total of six protein vendors of some kind or another, hot dogs, hamburgers, barbecue, that kind of thing. I'm the hot dog guy. Um, the community, I've done one or two. I've never done an event this size. Don't want to leave money on the table, so to speak. I like, I'm trying to figure out, is there a rule of thumb for size of crowd? That goes on um, longer, but the, you get the gist of it. He's wanting to know, and obviously this is after the fourth, but um, this is answered on the site. In fact, um, there the, people have put forward – well, people have put forth um, – some other vendors have put forth, you know, called into the show and say, hey, I use a, a this rule. I take um, 5% of the total number of people divided by the number of people that are – the vendors that are going to be present, and they come up with a plan. I don't know if any of those work. Um, it's always a guessing game to me with events. Um, in in these situations, what I would go is go loaded for bear. I would, you know, if there's 18,000 people going to show up and six vendors, I'm going to not think that I'm going to get one-sixth of those. Some of them won't eat. But let's say you drop it in half, okay? Drop it in half to 9,000 people. Now... That's about, um, what, 1,500 per person, 1,500 customers. Well, the odds of you getting 1,500 people and being able to serve 1,500 people may be slim to none if you're by yourself, depending on what your help looks like and how you're set up. And are you going to have enough product? 1,500 hot dogs and 1,500 buns. I mean, think of, the, think of the stock that you'll have to have in order to do that. So then I start thinking, okay, if I'm not paying to be at this event or I'm paying not much to be in an event, I'm going to go, what's a good day for me? Well, four or 500 would be fantastic. Four or 500. Maybe even, you know, if you're somebody like um, Thunderdogs out west, you, you, you may take on that 1,500 people. You may take it on full blast and do it with a big dog guard. He does it. But the, the thing is, is, is being your first one, I would go even if you sell out early. But you sold 500? Oh, that's a good day. Um, I would like to know after this is all said and done. I know the, the weekend's over now, basically. I'd love it if you'd let us know how that went and what you planned for and how you did it. Because I can tell you this. You could go every year, sit in the same spot, serve the same food, and the rules are going to change every year. The rule, There is no rule on how to plan for something like that unless – you're the only vendor. Then you can then you could do it. But there's too many variables, wouldn't you say, Jason? Oh yeah. I mean, well, look at me. It's past weekend. Well, perfect example. When's the last time you had a Fourth of July where everybody was in sweatpants asking for hot chocolate? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's you know, thinking, yeah. not just one or two people. I mean, dude, it was cold. It rained during the day for the parade. I mean, it was cold. Yep. You know what do you do? Yeah, exactly. So you never know, and there's there's not a good answer. That I could I could write a book and sell a course called Ben's Secret Course on how to figure out how much money for an event. I can guarantee you, if if I got it right one percent of the time, I'd be lucky. Um, I I, mean, I I like to you know like what I just told one of my new guys is you know what what's a good day. What's a great day and what's a home run? And I, I suggest that he pack somewhere between, you know, great day and home run. Exactly. And he did that. He sold out and he's happy. 
And I said, selling out is not a bad thing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just depends how you spend it on Facebook and stuff. And you well, know. Yeah. Well, he's he's worried about leaving money on the table. That that can happen. Um, but I'd rather leave money on the table than over indebt myself, over plan it. So, um, you'll no matter how you do it. You'll you'll never have it down perfect. There is not a perfect system for those. It's it's kind of like gambling. Yep. Last one, and then we're going to take a call. Hi Ben. Hi Jason. Uh, this is Freddie calling from up in New England and Rhode Island. Um, about six months into the business now, and I have my first real catering gig coming up. Um, Two hundred attendees. Um, and we're looking at two to three hours, and just had a, a question. I just I came up with a total amount of two thousand four hundred fifty dollars, and uh, it's a little. I'm a little like you know I'm a hot dog cart. What am I doing asking for thousands of dollars, type of thing? But uh, again, I've never done it before, so uh, maybe it's not as big of a deal as I think. Um, so three hours, uh, I figured uh, from in your book, um, you know, you, you went with $150 minimum is what you want. What I did, it might be a little different than the idea you were going for in the book, but I did $150 for the first hour and then $50 an hour thereafter. So with three hours, that's $250. Uh, my sausages uh, normally sell for $6 on the street. Hot dogs are $250. That's before uh, toppings. Um, and so, uh, one sausage and one hot dog per person, uh, the, the event coordinator told me to, to figure it for. So that's $1,700 there for 200 people. Um, if they're doing drinks and chips, that'd be $300. Um, and I figured I'd do unlimited toppings on the hot dogs per person for $200. Um, normally, uh, my premium toppings, uh, including the bacon, are an additional three dollars on top of the two fifty for the hot dog. So you'd have a hot dog for five fifty with absolutely everything on it. Um, so that's where I'm giving them the discount is on the toppings. Um, and then the factor, I figured ten sausages and ten hot dogs, and then beyond that, I just charge a flat three dollars per dog. Uh, with unlimited toppings and six dollars for the sausage. Uh, I'm going to ask uh, if they do have a budget in mind before I even begin throwing numbers at them. Um, and I'm thinking they might even have their own beverages because it is a club. Um, so I have a feeling they may not need the Coke and the Pepsi. They'll probably have drinks that are a lot funner than mine. Um, and then one thing, uh, the, the other thing, I, I have a King kiosk cart. And I'm wondering, how am I going to hold 200 sausages? I'm thinking I may have to forsake my premium toppings for more space. And would that, if I did that, would that even give me uh, enough space for that many sausages? Because I'm going to have to cook them in the commissary, and then I'm going to have to hold 200 sausages. Um, I'm not sure <laughs> if that will fit in a full-size pan. I've never tried it yet. Um, it's a little expensive to test that out. Uh, and I'm wondering if maybe I should do a chafing dish setup. Um, chafing, I think that's how you say it, uh, maybe for those sausages. Um, and then finally, payment. Should I get half before and then half after the event? Uh, I hope this is still recording, and uh, I look forward to hearing you guys on the radio this Sunday after July 4th. Thanks, guys. Um, oh, happy Independence Day. Go ahead, Jason. What was his name? Freddie. This is Freddie. Freddie, I, I think your price was right on. I mean, off the top of my head, 200 people, what you're talking, I came up with 2,400 as a number in my head. Um, 
So what was his price? Twenty one fifty or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's bad. Um holding hot dogs, turkey fryer in a big pot, chafing dishes, cambro. Yeah, but even he's got a king kiosk, so he's got two double or he's got two full size steam tables. One steam table. If he's and they have a roll top, right? Yeah, if he has a roll top, he's he oh, can he stack those. He unless they're like, you know, one pound sausages. Um <laughs> But even if you did, I, I've taken an extra cooler with pre-cooked food, hot food, and put it in Ziploc bags and put it in a cooler and kept it hot. The only thing I would suggest there is before he leaves the commissary, he's going to do the cooler route. He loads the cooler with hot water for 40 minutes or something and dumps hot water and then puts his food in. It'll just hold, help hold the heat better. Right, right. Uh, That's a good idea. Big beach towel or something over top of the stuff, keep the heat down. Um, but yeah, you can do it. I don't think his price is wrong. What do you think? No, I think he's dead on. I think he, I think it surprises him how much money that is, and he even admitted to that that he thinks, oh, it's not worth it. No, it, it's definitely worth it. You've got people like Pocono Hot Dogs doing a Bloody Mary breakfast. That I mean, he's got some expensive gigs, and and he's serving it from a hot dog cart. That doesn't mean anything. You're I mean, you're bringing nostalgia. And you're bringing um, quality foods and products and good service on a licensed clean cart. Um, it's well worth it. Um, oh, yeah. And and think how many people you're feeding for that. Um, that I think it's a fantastic deal. Um, I don't think it's overpriced. Um, after you do all that work, you're probably going to wish you were at three grand. <laughs> um, no, I wouldn't go up. I, I'm just saying that's. I think you're an excellent. I, I think it's an excellent value what you're what you've offered. Or what you're yeah. going to offer. Please let us know. Freddie also um, emailed during the show, and I saw it pop up. He said that there is a um, a $5 flag on a $70 telescoping pole and based on Amazon. And he hooks it under his um, – he hooks this – Yeah, he hooks it under the tire. And I'm going to show you a picture if I can get this to pull up and share this with you. always have a little trouble doing this because um, I have 900 screens up to run the show. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Slow night. <laughs> Slow night. Um, okay, here we go. This is um, – that picture should – yeah, there. All right. Um, see his flag? I don't know yep. if you can see that. Um, it's, it's on a pole, real high. That's, that's who had left that message as well. So, and there's some of his his customers eating hot dogs. I love it. Um, let's see if I can get this to come back. Maybe. Thanks for sharing that, though, Freddie. Um, I'm going to take some calls. And area code, I, I think I said 401 was next, right? Yeah, something like that. Area code 401, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thanks for waiting. Believe it or not, it's Freddie. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Freddie. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Glad guys. You, you know what? When you when you just said uh, the Ziploc bag idea in the cooler, you said to to do that to keep them warm, to keep them to temp, or as close keep as them, possible to temp? Yeah, it keeps them hot, and then as you serve, you can add more from your cooler back into your steam table. Okay. Because uh, I was at Restaurant Depot today, and I was looking at some transporting 
bags. Um, like I was looking at the Cambros, the more rigid Cambros that are a little more pricey. But um, I was liking this one. It was really similar to a, like what a pizza delivery guy would carry multiple pizzas in, like a really big bag. Right. Um, but it's like 50, it's like 50 or 55 bucks. What's yeah, that? I'd get a cooler. A cooler's better. Yep. Okay. More insulated, yeah. By uh, filling up with hot water, shutting the lid while you're working at the commissary. Dump the water and go. Okay. You know what I used to do, Jason? Um, I used to deliver pizza um, when I was in high school. And when I first got out of high school, I was still delivering pizza. And I used to carry the pizzas in a cooler because the cooler kept the pizzas hotter. And, yeah. and, and I went a step further. Before I got to my customer, you know, their number was on a sticker, on, uh, like a printed-off label on the pizza box. I would call them and go, hey, I'm, I'm going to be coming your way, and I'll be there in about 10 minutes, but I'm, I'm going to go right by two different stores. Do you need anything? Do you need me to pick you up anything? Do you need sodas? Back then, we didn't take sodas like they do now. And yeah. so you got people who wanted you to pick them up, a pack of cigarettes or a um, bag of chips. And, but I got tipped higher, and my food stayed hotter than those crappy bags. Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. when you think of it as a cooler, it kind of makes you forget that it's really not a cooler. Right. It's just insulation. <laughs> it actually insulates. insulates. And yeah, yeah. yeah, it'll just keep the temperature that's already in there. Exactly. So, hey, and yeah, one other thing, um, Ben, I'm looking at these really cool looking, uh, it's called Rappin' Guard, I believe. Um, it's these panels that you can either buy them to go around an existing chafing dish or you can buy them as a chafing. It has everything you need except for the the pan that you would have to put in it, and uh, and it like you can get one that'll hold four pans, four full size pans. I think it'll only go to four inches deep. I don't think it'll take a a six and three eighths. But uh, um, what I'm still trying to figure out is if it's four inches deep, like. The only, I wish I knew how many of these damn sausages would fit into these pans. I mean, they're about the size of a banana. The bananas are, like, stiff. The sausages are more, you know what I mean? Like, you could definitely fit more sausages than bananas. So if I put a bunch of bananas in a pan, I don't think that's going to give me an accurate idea of how many well, sausages I'm going to be able to th- fit in there. there. There is a way to do that. If you will find out the measurement of your sausage... And then do the math and figure out the area it takes up. It's round, and there'll be a math formula for it. My 12-year-old probably could tell me. Um, and and figure out the volume, and then figure out solve for the volume of your, a steam a normal steam pan, um, and and then divide that by that, and that should. Oh, no, throw them in there raw. Huh? Throw them in raw. <laughs> uh, well, you could, but I, I'm just giving you an idea. That's that's something you could do. Um, how you know how much volume does this take up, and then figure the volume. I've just never done it. Um, I would say that you'd get a bunch in there. I mean, but you have roll tops, don't you, Freddie? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, literally, I would think even though you have to stack like a pyramid, you know, you could probably get a bunch in there, and at the back you could stack as high as you wanted. Because the back of the roll top doesn't move. Um, I mean, you could get a ton of sausages. Probably, I would say at least two hundred. Yeah, my the only other problem is, like, I have to dedicate one steam table to hot dogs. You know, I'm going to be cooking 
in uh, half pan. And uh, what I was going to do is put a perforated pan inside, a perforated six-inch pan inside of a six-inch pan so I right. can pull them up without pulling the water and then dump it into another half pan. So that would be that steam table. The other steam table is going to have my – I have six pans that I use, one for chili, one for cheese, one uh, for sauerkraut. Yeah, one for onions and okay. peppers for then, the sausage. Then do the cooler thing, Freddie. Problem solved. I mean, do the yeah, cooler I think that's thing. Keep, be... some in, keep some in your steam table. Um, and when you start running low, but individually bag them. Bag them like um, 20 to a bag, whatever you, you can fit in your steam table with all the other stuff. And then and then move those. Every time you start getting low, replace it with another bag of warm ones right out of there. Okay. All right. Um, so then I, just to make sure I understand right, then I'm not even doing the chafing thing, right? It would no, just be I'll, all on my cart? I wouldn't need a chafer um, for that. I would use your cart just like you normally would. And if there's a section, if you've reserved a small section, even for if it's for 10 sausages, have those yeah. there in your steam table and then have bags of 10. If 10 will fit okay. on it, loaded. Have bags of 10. If it's 20, then do 20 bags of 20. And have those in the cooler hot. And that way, every time you start getting low, you just undo another bag and throw it in. Okay. I'm just terrified they're not going to stay hot enough, long enough. They they will. uh, I was thinking with the chafers, I could. I was thinking of just having people serve themselves with the the sausage, and then I could take care. Because I'm still going to be serving at least 200 hot dogs to 200 people. So I figured I'd just sling the hot What's if that? you're worried about it, a turkey, like Jason mentioned the turkey thing, and I've used that. I've got a turkey fryer behind me and pull them as you need them. Yeah. And put a pan on the grill and, and, you know, put them in rolls that way. I mean, you can go buy a turkey fryer from, I think, Northern Tool or Harbor Freight sells those things with a big pan. Um, you could you could probably be in that for less than 100 bucks, and that's something you can use at future events and stuff. It's not like it's a one-time use, and you keep it burning behind you. That'd keep them plenty hot. Okay. All right. That's something else to look into. That guy that did the car show, Jason, that um, took my car and made it look all, um, what did he wrap it? It was some freaking huge car show, but a big manufacturer used our cart. And he they, they served 50,000 people or something. Well, they, there's no way they could have done that on a big dog. So what they had to do is they had a bunch of turkey fryers with water in them. And they just they had they cooked everything there and just served it from the cart. Right. It works. All right. Hey, if I could say something to the uh, to the events thing um, that you guys were talking about about five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, what I've been doing, like all of a sudden, I was doing events. Like the picture I, I sent you was uh, from one of our most recent events that we did, and. Uh, you know what I did? What I did was I just took and I mean I took everything that I've learned so far, and I figured like the, the last thing that that I ran through my mind was okay. I'm just going to make sure that you know because I didn't want to leave money on the table. It, none of us want right. to. Um, and I just figured as long as I'm able to take everything back, keep everything at safe temps, and sell what I need to before anything starts to go bad. The only thing that sucks about that is, like, the one night we had uh, about 4,000 people uh, show up at a concert series. Um, 
And it just sucked having to just pack, like, all the stuff back up, take it back to the commissary, you know, get everything back to where it was. I have a whole ton of soda in my house in two different rooms, at the commissary in two different rooms, or some in my truck I was just, you know, fooling around with a few minutes ago. And uh, But anyway, my point is that I, I love to make money, and uh, if, as long as nothing's going to go bad, uh, I'll, I'll work. I mean, as long as I'm not doing that, like, every single night, like – you know, because I didn't get that much sleep that night, but that's my two cents on that. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate it, and I appreciate the um, the swooper flag deal. And um, I'm glad you're um, you're doing good. Absolutely. Yep. I. <laughs> it is. It's. It's. There's a lot of hard work, and uh, you know, I. I. I you know. I'm thinking, like, I, I hope it never comes to a point where I'm like, you know what, this just ain't worth it, you know. But uh, no thoughts like that yet, you know. I, you know, I keep. Getting, I had those. It, it, I, I had those thoughts though, Freddie. That you'd be you'd be absolutely crazy if you didn't have those thoughts, um, because I've had those thoughts in any business. Um, you know, there are bad times and good times, and there's also that learning curve. Um, I mean, we all go through it. The the people, though, that make it, depending on where you want to be, I mean, you may be, some people are tickle pink. I, I've got this lady that makes probably about four to 500 a week max. She's tickle pink. She does not want any more. She wishes for no more. She could do more, but she likes going out for a couple hours, and that's it, period. Well, then there's people like Jason who wants nine companies all running at the same time. And he's trying to figure out if he can actually live on no sleep. So right. so the potential is there. This isn't a deal where you're going to run around a corner in life and go, yeah, this isn't worth it. It's just not worth right. it. No. it if, it's, if you find that point, then, then you're doing it wrong. Something's wrong. You're, you're in the wrong Absolutely. spot. You're doing something wrong. Well, obviously, you're not going to be there, but um, you, it would be normal for anyone to second-guess themselves, doubt. Heck, I was scared to death. I mean, I did a video one time called, um, oh, shit, I got a hot dog cart. Now what? Now what? Yeah, I remember that one. Yep. Um, I, I can't talk about it anymore. you got to do it. <laughs> That's right. So just um, – just keep keeping on. I mean, you're going to do fine, and you're going to get better, and you're going to make better decisions, and you're going to find better areas. And your work. Then think of this event you're going um, you're going to um, go do. Um, how many people you're going to meet, and end up getting new business from them. I mean, this oh, yeah. it just it keeps mushrooming. Yep. That, that's that's exactly what I'm. That's why part of it that has me a little bit nervous is I keep running into opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. I mean, even small things, and it really isn't a small thing, but a small thing like uh, the other day I was just kind of canvassing for new new spots because I had construction and utility work going on. It was really cramping uh, my business a little bit, and uh, so I started looking for some new spots and. Uh, and I, I found one that I thought might be okay, and uh, it wasn't so great, but I ended up uh, 
you know, I have no problem just like talking and to anybody that I just meet, whatever, and networking and all that. That's what's really helping me with this. But um, I talked to a guy at uh, this tire place, and he invited me to come up and, you know, and, and sell out in front of his place. And at first he meant out in the street, but after we talked uh, like one more time, he told me just come on the lot. And now I'm on the lot, I'm on the corner of an extremely busy intersection, four-lane highway going one way, and now i got everybody coming from all these auto shops and tires and upholstery shops and all these different places. And, you know, like I'm just, I keep thinking like, oh, my God, what if it stops? But that's, you know, it's not going to stop. If I keep doing what I'm doing, you know, uh, these opportunities just keep coming. There will be bad days. There will be days like Jason just had. Where you where you plan for this big weekend event, one of the biggest of the year, and the weather changes because of the hurricane oh, yeah. off the coast, and everything changed. Cold weather came in from a cold front. It spun it around in circles because we got it too, not near as cold as Jason right. did, but it ruined the festivities. People were wanting milkshakes, I mean hot chocolate instead of milkshakes and ice cream. So things changed, and but it, those don't stop you. That's why right. it's good to plan. It's good to prepare. So you're going to round some corners and go, crap. But there's right. going to be – there's. I, I, I don't know if there is a better business uh, just because – and I'm biased, but I, I've done a lot of things from furniture to – Oh, I make, love it, man. You know, I, I just think <laughs> it's fantastic. You can make as much or as little as you want. Absolutely. Oh, from owning mobile totally trucks. You know, my guys refer to the hot dog trailer as just a machine because it just goes. It makes money and it goes. I mean, it can outsell. Give me an idea. On a bad day with the parade having rain and fireworks being cold, you know, that did six ninety something, and the truck did two fifty three. You know, I have Johnson and Wales CIA and Cornell trained chef on my truck. You know, I got all candy up on the shelves and snacks and chips and the hot dog trailer just goes man it just goes and goes and goes makes money right oh you know what i was really really happy that uh i was gonna do the i don't know if you guys might not be familiar you're not you're not from the area but uh the bristol uh for the annual fourth of july parade it's the oldest continuously uh going on parade from year to year since I think like 1785, like right after the Independence Day actually happened. And uh, it's $350 to set up there. But there's, I think, like 125,000 people that show up, which is ridiculous because the area where they show up, I think the population's only like 20,000. And, uh, but it, you know, the weather was garbage. And when I read that little clause that you don't get your money back, even if it gets rained out. You know, I was just really, really happy that I ended up not doing that because I didn't want to invest that. I thought that was a little too much money for, you know, I've only been doing it six months. I've been doing some events, and uh, but I I think I would have been getting a little bit ahead of myself there. But, man, what a relief. 350 bucks right down the drain that would have been. Well, so, good thing. Well, I appreciate it, Freddie. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and take some other callers. Um, you're welcome back anytime. Thanks for sharing with us, and and I appreciate it a bunch. Absolutely, thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a good one.
All right, area code 850, area code 850, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. If I can get this thing to work, are you there? Well, hey, gentlemen, this is uh, Gordon here in Tallahassee, Florida, there Tallahassee, Florida, Flying Poppy. How you doing? Flying Poppy, I am posted a yeah. picture of you up yeah, today. I sure did. I saw that. That was awesome. <laughs> well, congratulations. That was a heck of a time. That was a big line. Yeah, we're still we're managing it, and I had I had buns, hot dogs, sausages flying all over the place. That was that was really that was a really good event. <laughs> yeah, we y'all don't know what we're talking about. Go over to Facebook after the show and look at um his the picture of the line going up to it. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, well, that was our first like, event, and you know the you've heard you know the best laid plans of yeah the best laid plans of mice and men. Uh, went for that because we had things planned all the way down to the T, and and when when game when the game started, it it, it was tough. Man. It was that line, uh, that line stayed for for a couple hours actually. So wow, it, it was really good. We people stayed in there too because we other vendors around, they sold out, but we bought enough product where we just kept on slinging, and uh, we did <laughs> eventually run out of sausages and and whatnot. But I appreciate um, you know everything that that I get from your website and that, I, that I've listened to. And it's really helped out our business because we're uh, we're doing it, and that was probably one of our bigger days. So. I'm happy for you. We feel good yeah, when, we, I saw we, that, when I blew that picture up and saw that big line. We, we got a bun issue, though. You know, I got I got this. We get our buns from a local bakery. That's potato bun. It's really, really good. It's fresh. I love it. We get them it. every morning. Yeah. We get them every morning. Uh, before I set out, we got them here. We ordered uh, quite a few for that event, obviously, and put it in stacking. And that was our biggest issue is keeping them because what ends up happening, we get them so fresh. They, they serve it to us in a plastic bag, and uh, they don't even cut them. Part of my shtick is when I'm uh, making a hot dog for somebody or a sausage, I'm, I'm taking the bun out, I'm cutting it right there in front of them, and I'm uh, you know, putting the hot dog in the bun. It's, it's really fresh, top notch. Wow. But what ends up happening when it's out there, um, when the humidity's out there, and you know, I live in, in the panhandle here, uh, the buns do get, uh, they lose, a, they, they do get hard to cut at times. They get real, they're so fresh, they, they get, they, 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 uh, they, and they get hot uh, where they, they, they break up a bit as, as time goes, time goes oh, on. Yeah. So yep. I'm, I'm looking for a way to keep them cool, and I'm thinking maybe just a cooler or something. I don't know. Or maybe I should cut them. Maybe I should cut them at the bakery or something, and have them put them in the cooler. Because the way I'm doing it now, I, you know, the first few few racks of buns that go out are pretty good, but as the day wears on, I get a problem. So, right as the humidity increases, up. they're harder to. Yeah, you end up with squish. You can squish them. Um, I, yes. I would, yeah. I would make. I'd have them cut them for you. Um, because that'll eliminate that, and then you're not having to handle it as much. I know it looks good to cut them, but golly, what extra yeah. work! Yeah, yeah, and that's you know it, more of a steak roll than a hot dog roll. Right, those are that's a tougher dough. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I like the concept just because it. I mean, you're cutting your own buns. That I mean, that doesn't get any fresher. You've picked them up that morning. Um, you may yeah. want to ask, you know what, ask them at the bakery. 
Tell them the problem you're running yeah. into, and they probably will have a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they may. But it, it's worth it. You know, it's worth it because everybody everybody that, that has a uh, – they comment, they comment on the dog, but they also comment on the bun. They say, that's, that's an awesome bun. It's fresh right there, you know, just hours out of the bakery. So it's really good. And then <laughs> I tried – after that, though, like, you don't go back. It's like anything else. You know, I go to, I, you know, we had an emergency where I ran out of buns. We had to go go down and get some store-bought, and it's not the same. Totally different. So I'm I'm a fresh bun guy. And I'll cut them there because I have a little shtick. I talk about, you know, I talk about the uh, uh, the bun, how fresh it is, and, you know, we get them. We get them right out of the bakery, blah, blah, blah. And they, they really enjoy that, and they like that. But that, as you see that line, um, uh, yeah, that's part of the problem of going through that process. But I had buns, I had the the buns that you could squish. They were they were just all over the place. You know, I couldn't I couldn't stop to do anything. I I, I you know I just had, I just kept on slinging, and I was in this intense sort of, you know, whatever. But it, it was good. It was fun. We made a lot of money. So that, that's I'm the glad. Line. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. I appreciate you letting us know, and I appreciate you sharing um, the the pictures. No problem. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you've done as well. You bet. Keep up keep up the good work and holler back at us. Okay, thank you. We'll see you. Bye bye. Area code five four one. This will be the last call. So um area code five four one, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor T V. Thanks for calling. Uh hello fellows, can you hear me? I can hear you. Kindly. Hey, I'm a new start. My name's Don. I'm here in Grants Pass, Oregon. Uh going to start a cart got it real easy here locally uh, i'm renting it for a hundred dollars a month from a friend wow uh we're gonna we're yeah wow i was right especially once i read something about how to make money off renting carts a hundred dollars a day <laughs> <laughs> hey anyway uh we're gonna call it dog bites i already got a nice logo uh we made up um i got a couple of questions i came upon a cart and honestly i wanted to build one i'm a i'm a builder um, but I came upon one just so cheap, I'm keeping it. We're going to run with it. It's a Victor cart. So I was just curious if you all had any input on pros and cons on Victor. It's got that gravity feed, hot water, and that seems to work fine. Um, and then one other subject is curly dogs. My father was from Chicago and grew up on these Michigan curly dogs and raised us on curly dogs, and I reckon I'm making a living off curly dogs. So... Victor carts and curly dogs. What do you think? All right, I'll um, I'll, I have no idea about curly dogs, so I'll start with Victor carts. I'm familiar with them. Um, I will sure. tell you what I tell anybody on any brand: always do your due diligence. If you already own it, there is no point in me or anyone um, doing due diligence after the fact. So the fact that you already own it. Um, I wouldn't beat yourself up. I, I explain on a video that I've even made bad cart purchases. And, you know, when I was just getting started and I started growing and I wanted to get more carts on the street, I bought some crappy carts and I bought some good carts. The The point is, is they are an investment. And even if you got, let's say you got ripped off because you never read anything, saw anything, and you got completely ripped off. And the company's gone now, no longer in business, can't even get parts. Still, that cart's going to pay for itself probably right out of the gate, probably the first month. So was it a bad investment? No, it was a means to an end. Um, I obviously teach you how to go through 
um, Google and Bing and go find information on forums like um, there's a forum called roadfood.com. There's another one called street ven- streetvendorforum.com and ask people. Heck, you can get on my page at Facebook and there's 9,000 right. vendors there. Ask one of them. Right. Anybody got a, a Victor cart? Well, but the thing is now it's it's almost too late. What's the point? If you got seven people telling you, yeah, don't stay away from them, they suck, and, and 12 people <laughs> saying they're good, who cares at this point? You own it, just make it work. And if something yes, breaks, sir. they're all fixable. There's nothing not fixable, and you already said you're a builder, so hell, you can fix anything. Um, yeah. Everything's fixable, so just move on. I mean, I bought a crappy cart once, the, the, the propane tanks, it was made out of particle board, um, like wood, like cardboard. Painted yeah. to look like stainless steel, and my propane t- coming over the mountain. I was coming from Charlotte up back over to Tennessee, and the freaking propane tank fell out on the interstate. I mean, because I believe it was I heard out. about this one. Yeah, well, that's a crappy company. That company's still in business. They change names about every year, um, and yeah. he's changed his name again. But the point is, is it doesn't matter. That cart was was part of the. It, it was part of my success. It made you know I'm, I made a bad decision and and I but it paid for itself and I kept going and and that's what I would tell you now curly dogs Jason do you know anything about them I just think it's too labor intensive myself do what too labor intensive but like cutting of those dogs you're talking about doing it by hand yeah you know uh, Jason you're you're right on the money on the labor um, oh, there the is that spiral, little spiral tool. dogs. Yeah. yeah, spiral, spiral, curly, uh, twisted, uh, pick a name. I got you, um, I got you, yeah. I, I reckon they're from up Michigan, Chicago area, because like I said, my dad's from Chicago, and he raised us on them, but we were raised in California. Um, but there wasn't a hot dog put up at our house. It wasn't curly cued and then glazed with barbecue sauce. So that's going to be my little niche, I reckon. Um, so we're going to do curly dogs. Yeah, there's a contraption to make them. There's a hand way to make them. And I'm reckoning on a mechanical way to make them and do them quick and fast. So um, it's a stupid little niche, but um, they're really good. They're really cool. I know uh, there's a gal out in Michigan that does them as well on a cart. Uh, so that's the nature of curly dogs. They're up from around that region. And they're yeah, we used to, used to that company that sold the little little plastic sleeve that went over the dog. Yeah. It was like a knife guide. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They went out of business. Two, they, two for five bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they closed up, though. And I still get asked from time to time, um, at least once a month or once every couple of months, somebody asks me, where do I get that thing? Well, I don't have a clue, but um, you can YouTube it, and there's a million ways to make them. I saw one guy make it with a drill. Um, well, that's where I, what I'm reckoning on. That's what yeah. I'm reckoning on. <laughs> and he had a little a mechanical battery <laughs> drill, and he just spins it. It's on YouTube, but um, right. I would – I know it's labor-intensive, but all things that – I mean, if you have a niche or you're trying to create a niche or you've got a specialty sure. product, it's like Jason's sure. Bacon Jam. Yes, it's labor-intensive, okay. but it pays off well. Um, right. So I would say go for it. Um, especially hey. the barbecue. My wife doesn't eat a hot dog hardly ever without barbecue sauce. Well, I'm the same way. You know, whether it's you know whether it's boiled, boiled or you know seared, whatever. I I need my barbecue, but that's the way they we, we were raised, and uh, that's the way Pop put them up, and and they're good. And I'll put right. them on a stick. I'll I'll call it I'll call it a, a bone. And you take that curly dog on a stick off the grill. Come on now. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, All right. Well, I hope that answers hey, it for you, and I hope you'll send in pictures once you get going with these curly dogs. You, you bet I will. And um, listen, I, I, I meant to start with a thank you for all y'all do, and uh, I haven't spent a cent with you yet. I reckon I will in the near future. <laughs> but uh, I've learned nearly everything I have in the last month and a half from y'all, and uh, somebody put a cart in my hands, and I'm going to make it fly. Well, I think, I think it's an awesome way to get started, and I wish you all the success in the world. Thank you kindly, gentlemen. We'll see you. All right. Let's see. I think that's – I'm not going to do any more calls, Jason. We're running, we've already run over. And I know I, I, I make this show um, less – it's not every week anymore. It's going to be on the first Sunday of every month, folks, first Sunday of every month. But if I get a ton of questions or something comes up, we, um, we may do a, an impromptu show during the week or something. Um, and I'll let you know. I'll just post it on Facebook. And if you're on, if you get my newsletters um, from from the site, you can do that as well. Those calls you heard earlier, that's our listener feedback line. You can go to learnhotdogs.com, and on the right or the left hand side, there's um, a feedback button. Just click it, and it will record you straight off your computer. And we use those for the show. Some of them I don't use for the show. Some of them just would bore you to tears. Um, that a lot of calls come into that daily, and I just I, hot dog carts. Oh, I get them. I get all kinds of them. Um, the, Please. <laughs> um, but I thank y'all, and I hope that you enjoyed this. I know we covered a lot of ground tonight. Um, Jason, is there anything you want to add before we go? I don't think so. I'm good. Uh, have you heard from Corey? No, we'll dock his pay. Yeah, I sent him a link. I think he was away, though, so uh, I have to, you know. Now, big wigs like him with restaurants and stuff now, they're probably on vacation for, what, six months now. a year? <laughs> now, he's got the fixed location. Now he's traveling. Yeah, he's got it made. <laughs> he probably took the jet, too. Yeah, probably, probably. Y'all have a great um, <laughs> a great weeks until we see you again. Um, thanks a bunch, and as always, I'm still available on, on the website and Facebook and blah, blah. Everybody knows. Um, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you can holler at me. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still working every day, but uh, <laughs> y'all, have, y'all have a good one, and we'll see you. Jason and I should have some exciting news for you next um, month um, yep. on the first of the show, and we'll probably announce it before then over on the blog. Um, to those people that are newsletter subscribers. And we'll go. Yeah. Yeah, line up for that. Um, That'll be exciting. Um, And it ain't going to cost you anything. So um, that's even better. So we'll have some stuff coming for you. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the hot dog answer man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio.